0: In those days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young shall see visions. From the Book of Acts, 1st Century A.D. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for January 28th to February 4th, 2022, coming up on the new snow moon. And here are some uh, natural events. Well, the main event this week is midwinter, halfway between the winter solstice and the vernal equinox. Traditionally, midwinter falls on February 2nd, called Candlemas Day by the Catholic Church and Groundhog Day by the Chamber of Commerce of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. But whether the groundhog sees his shadow or not, if you live in Maine, six more weeks of winter pretty much goes without saying, which is why we go by the old adage, half your wood and half your hay you should have on Candlemas Day. Midwinter may also mark the onset of that seasonal malady, variously called midwinter blues or cabin fever or just simply the screaming mimies. This may be the result of weeks of confinement in a reduced oxygen and low humidity environment while watching the same news stories playing on an endless loop and trying to think of something new to eat from a narrow range of choices symptoms of the disease may include irritability bewilderment and acute gumption deficiency if you're experiencing any of these symptoms take heart it's not just your imagination or maybe it is because increased imagination may also be a symptom we'll get to that in a minute but fear not This disease has its own cure built right in because the second half of winter has spring to look forward to, whereas the first half of winter had only more winter ahead. The days are already noticeably longer. We will soon see signs that the sap is rising with tiny icicles hanging from broken twigs. On, on the maple trees. We will hear a new song from the chickadees and we will hear the sharp calls of courting woodpeckers up in the woods and bald eagles high overhead. All of these are good for what ails us around midwinter. Here's a mountain report. And climbing the mountain this time of year is a whole new adventure but it can be a disaster if not well-prepared. Ice spikes and a hiking stick with a sharp point for ice are basic because in a typical freeze-thaw winter, the trails soon become rivers of ice. A few snacks and a water bottle are smart, too, and so is, and it pains me to say this, a cell phone. During the great ice storm of 98, your commentator resolved, with the sort of blind bravado and overweening hubris one might expect from a much younger man, that would he would be the first one to climb the mountain as soon as the great storm was over. He crafted some flimsy creepers for his size 12 boots, out of nuts, bolts, and T-braces from McVeigh's hardware. He loaded up with supplies and headed to the slopes. There he found that someone else had beaten him to it, and in small sneakers at that from the looks of the tracks, and that he would not be the first to the top after that great storm. That small disappointment, however, was quickly transcended by the otherworldly experience that followed. If you want a full account, you can go to Small Misty Mountain, page 252. Here's some wild speculation. Coming back to imagination. With seed catalogs arriving, here's what my mind's eye is seeing. It sees vacant and abandoned houses inhabited by new Americans, with new paint, bright gardens of flowers and vegetables. It sees estates once visited by wealthy owners for just a few weeks in summer, occupied year-round by eager caretakers cultivating idle fields. It sees humans of every hue, from black to caramel to bronze to buff to pink, coming here eagerly, raising children and big red tomatoes and giant pumpkins, and volunteering at the school, the library, and the fire department. It sees abandoned churches filled on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And it sees the farmer's market Overflowing the town center with colorful art, craft, sights, smells, and local food for everyone. That's this old man's midwinter dream. And what's yours? Finally, a couple of seed pods for you. First one from Henry David Thoreau. If you have built castles in the air, your work need not be lost. Now put foundations under them. And from the book of Proverbs where there is no vision, the people perish.